Welcome to the Dairy Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, dairy nutrition research digested for you. We want to thank the innovative companies and products whose support and trust make this podcast possible. Adiseo, provider of Smartamine M, the best in-class rumen-protected methionine product for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production. Hello, I'm Bill Weiss, the host of the Dairy Nutrition Black Belt. My guest today is Dr. Dave Casper, who's Senior Dairy Nutritionist for Ralco. He's also the owner of Casper's Calf Ranch, which is a facility designed for calf research. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the, the effects of added essential oils to milk replacer on calf growth. Uh, welcome, Dave. Uh, thank you, Bill. Glad to be here. Good. Um, you've done some quite a bit of research on additives. Why don't you, a lot, one additive you studied a lot is essential oils. And I guess to start off, what, what exactly is an essential oil and what's either the mode of action or presumed mode of action? So essential oils are the uh, distillation of plants so that we're extracting out the volatile or uh, aroma from plants and then concentrating those. Um, Actually, a lot of these aromas get uh, used in foods um, as uh, flavors, uh, even used as fragrances, etc. around uh, the house. And... They are part, uh, the essential oils can actually be a defense mechanism for the plant because they. What's really interesting about essential oils is is that they have antibacterial or antimicrobial properties, but they also can be antiviral, antifungal, as well as anti-inflammatory. So they really have a broad range of characteristics that can be beneficial to our livestock. So some of the work that we've done has shown that they can almost be as effective or are effective as antibiotics. Uh, there's papers in the literature to back that up as well. Um, you, you, done a stu- you did a study a while ago where you looked at dose responses to, to an uh, essential oil additive uh, added to milk replacer. Uh, could you describe a little bit on that experiment, maybe start with the objective and then the treatments? Yeah, so this study was done by Kelly Froelich, who is a master's student of mine when I was at South Dakota State. The study was set up to evaluate the feeding rate of the essential oil uh, combination of, it was a combination product of an essential oil and a oligosaccharide. And they have been feeding some of that in the field, but they really didn't have any scientific research. And so we were really looking at what is the optimum dose. And somewhat from a historical perspective, early in my career, I had done some work with uh, some of these botanical extracts, and I really didn't see much. And so I kind of thought that was going to be a fad that was going to come and go in that time. But here we are 30 years later, and the essential oils are really becoming quite popular. Um, and again, I'm, I think they're going to become a replacement to antibiotics. But that trial was set up to actually determine what might the optimal feeding rate be. And so we had five treatments. So we had a control. And then we added the essential oil product at half of the recommended feeding rate. So that would be like 0.5x and then 1x. And then we went 1.5x. So those were the four treatments. And then the fifth treatment was, is we actually added in a moss treatment. Uh, 
Moss has been around for a long time, as you know, Bill, and can have a lot of beneficial aspects to a calf as well. So we had 100 calves on that trial, 20 calves per treatment, and they come off of a local dairy farm. So we got them into very tight time frame. So we had, you know, it's basically about it. The study itself was eight weeks, but we got it done in like 10 weeks. And these were Holstein calves, just to clarify? Yes, they were Holstein okay. bull calves. So, and the, the treatment started right out. I'm assuming they all got colostrum, and then the treatment started a day or two of age? Right. They would be like two to three days of age coming okay. off the farm. And, and again, we would check the TSP levels on the farm, and if they did not meet our criteria, then that calf was not brought in for okay. the research project. And they lasted. How long did you feed the products, or did the experiment last? Well, the experiment lasted for eight weeks, but we only okay. fed the products for six weeks. Okay. I have, or I like a very aggressive weaning type program. So 42 day study for the actual milk feeding period, and then two weeks of follow up to see if there's any carryover effects, et cetera. And the starter and all was uniform across, they, they were offered starter and it was uniform across all treatments. That is correct. And, it, and just for the audience, it was a 22% as fed crude protein calf starter. Okay. And on the milk replacer, just protein and fat in the replacer? That was a uh, 2420. 20, that's going to be close enough, but pretty standard. It was nothing special, just a standard milk replacer then. That is correct. Okay. And, and your primary measurements for growth? Were growth rate, feed intake, feed conversion, and we did pull some blood samples to take a look at immune function. Okay. And let's let's start with the growth data. Um, what, what did you find? Well, what, what was interesting was is actually as we reduced the inclusion rate or feeding rate, we actually got better growth rates. <laughs> so the optimum growth rate was at the 0.5x or one half feeding rate of the manufacturer's recommendation. And, and I relate that to, I think the essential oil products over time, going back on my history, that they were relatively economical, so we could feed a lot. And I think what we've actually done is from a historical perspective is, is we fed too much. And, and yes, we do know that if you feed, put enough essential oils in, you can actually make the calf back away from milk. So, again, our surprise a little bit was is as we kept reducing inclusion rate, we got better growth rates. And so, and so based on that, we got an increase in the growth rate that was about 8% in body weight gain. And then we got an increase in the calf starter intake and no change or similar feed conversions. How did dude compare to the moss treatment then? Uh, better than the moss okay. treatment. And I, I mean, moss is a good feed additive, but sometimes getting that to go in the solution can be a real problem. Okay. And so in our particular study, we've seen some of that moss sitting on the bottom of the bucket. Okay. And, and this essential oil product goes into solution about how much actual product are you not, not active ingredient, but product were you using? Uh, we we're feeding for like five grams per calf okay. per day. Okay. So this is a pretty small inclusion rate then we're talking about. So it's pretty easy to include in the replacer. Yes. Very easy. And in fact, uh, going forward from that trial, we actually have it blended in at the milk replacer manufacturers, which makes things a lot easier. Uh, anything at uh, on the health aspects or immune? You said you did some immune functions. Anything there that you you found? 
yes, we did. We seen an increase in IgA in the blood. And so, again, the essential oils have some immune properties, and we've seen this pretty consistent across our studies that we've done follow-up with the essential oils. So I guess the the bottom line is these are effective if added at the right amount. And that is correct. (laughs) And like a lot of things, twice as much isn't necessarily twice as good. That that is very true. And so that's where I kind of related back to the early days when we were discovering how much it saved antibiotics we could feed the reason we never fed much or high levels of antibiotics was it was just too expensive and so you know we dialed in on the appropriate inclusion rates but again my opinion is is that we just fed too much essential oils in the past as these products got developed and started coming on the market and again it took a period of time to learn how to do these correctly at a sale a global leader in nutritional solutions and the provider of smart amine m Visit MilkPay.com to calculate your return on investment when you balance your feed with amino acids and to learn how Smart Amine M is the product for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production, component levels, and the lifetime performance of their herds. Well, well, thanks a lot, Dave. This has been an interesting session. Well, thank you very much, and and, uh, I appreciate the time and the ability to talk about my research.